Indeed makes it easy to connect with your job applicants. No need to install anything extra. Indeed's virtual interviews work from your browser. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash AMR. Offer good for a limited time. Get luxury, high-performance cosmetics that highlight your best features. For every purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help a woman thrive. Go to thrivecosmetics.com slash AMR for 15% off your first order. Fuzzy is a telehealth service that offers 24-7 personalized care from veterinary professionals. Get a free 7-day trial plus $20 off any of your pet's products needs, pet meds, supplements, food, and more. Go to yourfuzzy.com slash AMR and use promo code AMR to get started. Welcome to AMR Trains, a podcast about training and racing in endurance sports. I'm Dimity McDowell, co-founder of Another Mother Runner. Today, we've got a special episode for you in many respects. First of all, the role of co-host Sarah Wassner Flynn is being played today by Adrian Martini, an OG around AMR. So welcome, Adrian. Glad to have you. Happy to be here. And then secondly, uh, we're talking about foam rolling, which we admit may seem a bit dry in audio form, but we're going to juice it up today in myriad ways. First, our guest here to talk about foam rolling is Colleen Riddick-Losh, who might be a familiar name to you if you've attended one of our AMR retreats. Colleen is the owner of two fitness studios in the Atlanta area. She's a certified personal trainer, a corrective exercise specialist, and a senior master trainer for trigger point therapy, which are all impressive credentials. But the thing that I love the most was when we were at our recent Hilton Head retreat, Colleen introduced herself with this sentence. I am passionate about myofascial release. <laughs> I love the passion. Welcome, Colleen. Hey, I am still pa- passionate about myofascial release. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. That is awesome. I seriously, I've never heard that sentence before and I will forever, I'll never forget it. So I love it. It changed my life. So it good. Really I can't wait to hear about it. So in addition, both Adrian and I have recently ended a self-imposed 30-day foam rolling challenge. We wanted to see what would happen if we actually committed to rolling 10 minutes a day for the month of April. So we're going to sprinkle in some answers and anecdotes around that challenge. Notice that I didn't call it a streak because both Adrian and I miss days. And full disclosure, I miss more days than she did. So um, before we get rolling, ha, see what I did there? Let's have a little <laughs> intro session. So Adrian, for new listeners, can you please give us a little bio on yourself? Uh, I sure can. So I have been a runner for almost 11 years. I I was a late onset runner. Um, I am currently working on running um, a half marathon in every state. We'll see how it goes. I I am so not goal driven. So, um, (laughs) you know, I'm trying to pick them off before I die. That's like, that's my, my deadline is, uh, you, are you in the double digits yet? Have you hit 10? Yes, I'm in the okay. double digits, but only just. Okay. I am a teenager. Uh, I don't have my driver's license yet. So okay. Okay. Um, I have run one marathon, uh, the New York City Marathon, and that was sufficient. Thanks. Um, I did it just to say that I could and I can and now don't want to. Um, and every year we try to run Seneca 7. So me and a team of six other Bammers run around Seneca Lake here in central New York. Yeah. And this year was a no-go because of snow, COVID, a variety of other issues, right? Yeah. 
Oh, it was just, yeah. Sometimes the universe just hands you a big ball of trouble and you just have to work with it as best you can. <laughs> Perfect. Big ball of trouble. That was very PG rated. Good job. <laughs> um, and Colleen, for people who are not familiar with you, um, what is your back, your athletic background and then also just your kind of life background, kids, number of kids, where you live, that kind of thing. Okay, so my athletic background is I was a, a competitive gymnast um, in my younger years, retired, um, uh, I guess my senior year in high school is when I retired from gymnastics and went on, I was a collegiate cheerleader at Virginia tech. Oh, so nice. I, that was fun. It was a hobby for me, but it kept me, you know, I like adrenaline and, and cheerleading being tossed into the air, um, seemed to fit that for me at that moment in time. So I was a collegiate cheerleader. Um, and I've always been active. I love being active. I have five children. We are a blended family. So three of them are mine and two of them are my husband's, but we've raised five of them. Um, and we love them. They're just incredible. I live in Atlanta, Georgia. I own two gyms. I have about 15 staff members that work for me. And I'm really proud of the community that we've built um, around fitness and a healthy lifestyle. Nice, nice. And are you a runner these days? I, I can't remember. <laughs> you know, huh? I know that's the one thing. Like, you guys keep inviting me to these things. And you know, I don't love running. Uh, however, this year I turned 49 in a, few, in a few weeks and I said, I'm going to do 49 things that I've never done before. And I haven't put it on there yet, but I've done a 5k. I've done a few of them and I really enjoyed them. I'd love to say that I can do a 10k. I just, Oh man, I don't know. So that's kind of, it's on my list, but it hasn't been, um, I don't know if it's staying there. It's not solidified yet. Okay. Okay. You know, it it doesn't feel good on my body. I have my, I've beat my body up over the years. And so running anything longer than a 5k is uncomfortable. We can throw Um, a 7k in there, you know, or like a four. (laughs) What about (laughs) an eight? (laughs) Exactly. Or a 4.9k for 49 years. That would be even shorter than a 5k. I love movement. So I'm not opposed to it. I just need, I need inspiration from somebody else to help me get through it. So I'm going to look to you guys for that. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to say that for what it's worth, the idea of somebody throwing me up in the air uh, really has no appeal. So uh, you know, I loved it. There you that's go. We my, pick our poisons. <laughs> rock climbing. I love rock climbing. I yeah. love. Climbing. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I, and so, and then I yeah. promise we'll get to foam rolling. But I'm curious, Colleen, are you a cheer fan on Netflix? Did you watch that series? No, I haven't. Oh, Isn't that funny? yeah. Isn't that funny? Um, I think sometimes when you live it's, in that yeah. world, it's hard to go back. It, yeah, and I don't agree with everything anymore in the in the cheer community. So that's a whole nother podcast about the cheer community. Okay. Okay. um, So no, I have not, but I do watch, like, I love watching anything that has to do with hiking. So um, Mount Everest, Mm. I I watch those things on Netflix. All right. All right. Well, so that's good. That's good enough. We'll let you in (laughs) with your 4.9 K and your mountaineering documentaries. (laughs) Okay. All right. Yes. Yes. Um, so just to start at the, the very, very beginning, which I've heard is a very good place to start. <laughs> um, what is foam rolling and how does it benefit a runner or just your body in general? So foam rolling is rolling myofascia, which is the soft tissue that wraps around the muscles. We've talked about this when I come out with you guys. I, I, what I love about foam rolling is foam rolling ideally prepares the body for movement. So many people use foam rolling as recovery, a recovery tool. And while that is good, it's not the best use for it. And so 
in society today, we sit too much, we don't move enough, and then we get going, right? So we go from sedentary to movement, and we don't have anything in between. Foam rolling for me is what prepares the body for movement. And so we have, you're, you know, you have a better chance of not getting injured, you can perform better. It's just is so good. It's the, it's the brushing of your teeth every day. That's what for me what foam rolling does. Well, and you said that it changed your life. So was there like a aha moment or did you have a bad injury or how did you come to, um, you know, hold foam rolling up on this, on this platform so that you do? Foam rolling, it's interesting because I, um, I was a mom and I was tired of shopping at Target's, right? And I loved fitness and I had a neighbor across the street that had multiple knee injuries and she wanted to learn how to work out without um, being injured. And she'd gone to physical therapy several times. I was like, oh man, I'll train you. Cause that's, I had a background in personal training. And so quickly I realized that personal training was so much more than just squats and lunges, that there was a true science to it. And so I decided I was going to go out. I flew up to Alexandria, Virginia to attend a couple of workshops, just to get more tools in my toolbox, to expand my knowledge of what personal training was. And I was there for two days. And at the very end, I was, um, my body was so spent from all those days taking workshops that instead of going to the boot camp class, I went into the trigger point class and my back was bothering me. And I rolled, we spent an hour and a half rolling, going over some very similar things that I go over with the runners at AMR. And um, my back, when I got out of there, didn't hurt anymore. And so I bought, they were selling the demo kits at that point, And I bought two demo kits. And I brought him home to my husband. I said, all right, we're going to play on these things. And he suffered from migraines. And we started, I started learning how to foam roll with him and practicing cueing with him and his headaches went away. So that's how it started for me. And then I became what trigger point would say. I became like their groupie. I followed them around every time that they were at a convention. I asked a ton of questions and then I applied into their program to become a trainer for them. So it opened my eyes to a whole nother level of self-care and the importance of mobility and stability that I hadn't been focused on prior to that. And then I get to travel all around the world. I've got to travel all around the country to represent trigger points. So really it, it's opened my eyes to uh, soft tissue. And then I've been able to travel and meet so many amazing people. So what are the main body parts that you think runners should target? Do you think it's solely lower body? No, I don't. Um, it, for me, it's, I always start with a calf complex. I usually move on to the quads and I explain to people, everybody wants to go to their hamstrings. Everybody, when we say start foam rolling, they put it on the back of their leg, they sit on it and they roll their hamstrings. And the hamstrings are just a victim of other things that are going wrong in the body. So I always, I love to roll the calves. I love to roll the quads, the hips. And then I really like to roll the pecs and the lats because it opens up your upper body. And that's also important for breath work. And when you're running and when you get into, when you have that little bit of that forward lean, you don't want to be hunched over. You want to have, you still want to have good posture when you're running and rolling the pecs and the lats really do. Oh, and the spine. I like the T-spine as well. So I'll usually hit like three areas below the belt and three areas above the belt. (laughs) (laughs) Evenly distributed. Um, So are there parts that often go neglected? Yeah. I mean, I think that with foam rolling, that's gosh, that's a heavy, that's a heavy question. Are there parts that often, often go neglected? So 
for your part, you could roll your calves, but if you're not taking enough time rolling your calves, just because you're on a foam roller does not necessarily mean that you're giving it enough love. So if you're on a foam roller and you're not taking your time through it, it's good, but it's not good enough. Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that when you're foam rolling, you take your time, you hit your sweet spots. You never go all the way up and down an extra, like you don't want to go all the way up your calf and all the way down your calf. You want to break it into sections. So calves can be neglected. Calves tend to be neglected if they're not done properly. Quads are always neglected because it's painful. It's not, you know, when we were in a workshop this past summer, um, there was so much moaning and groaning going on. So you tend to avoid <laughs> the areas that don't feel good. And so I know that a lot of the runners, they even told me like, oh, I hate doing my quads, but they're really so important. So we often neglect things we don't want to do. And quads are, are, they're not easy and they're not fun, but they make a huge difference. And then we don't think of the upper body because, you know, because we're not putting a lot of, we're not standing on our arms. Um, only those of us that are gymnasts. So we don't tend to take the time <laughs> to roll our upper body. So, and I think, again, if you go too fast then you're neglecting your body, slow it down, be mindful of what you're doing. Don't rush it. It doesn't have to take a long time, but it has to be, you have to be, uh, you have to direct your attention to where it needs to be directed. I like it. I like it. Well, so, and you talked about taking your time. I mean, one of the things that we did at the retreat is so say you, you, um, broke the calf into halves, right? So you go from maybe like your ankle up to the middle of your calf. But then we also did kind of a side to side jiggle mm -hmm. kind of thing. And then like rolling your ankle. Yes. Um, and like on your quad, you had us bringing our um, heel towards our butt, like bending our knee. So it's not just the rolling. It's actually kind of, like you said, slowing down and kind of being deliberate in I'm different areas. Right. Yeah. Yep. And then creating, you know, you're, you're pressing in onto the foam roller and then you're, you're doing a range of motion. So you're increasing your range of motion by doing like that pin and stretch on the muscle and on the, and the myofascial area. So all of that is really important because it just opens up the pathways better, nice. creates more circulation as well. Okay. Okay. And just to, um, if people are not anatomy, um, you know, fiends or yeah. even like <laughs> you said, T-spine, <laughs> pecs. And so lats. that's your back, your mid back in between your shoulder blades. In between your shoulder blades. Okay. Mm -hmm. And your pecs are your chest. How do you, your chest, roll, yep. how do you roll your chest? Well, you lay on your belly kind of like in a push-up position and you'll take either a foam roller or a ball, never a lacrosse ball, ladies, that's too much. And you kind of put it in, it's almost in your armpit, but not quite. It's to the side. Um, and you put pressure on that and then you take your arm through range of motion. You can just, whatever feels good. You're not going to damage that area by laying on a um, foam roller around your chest region. Okay. It's above your chest, like to up and above the side. Okay. Kind of near the pit. Yep. Okay. And then your lats are on your, like, I remember. On your side. Yes. Yeah, so your, your side. Yep. And it's right underneath kind of where your, is it where your sports bra it's, is? I always or? say it's where your sports bra would be. So that, that thickness of your sports bra, that's where I'll always place the foam roller. Or if you don't, you know, if you don't love sports bras and you wear a regular bra, think about it, like just above where it attaches. So you want to have, you want to be in that range. It's not in your armpit, but it's not below your, down below your, in your rib cage area. Okay. It's okay. up a little higher. Nice. Um, okay. Well, so if some, and I realize this is going to get, this may be a little bit too deep, but I'm just curious to have you talk about it. So if someone has like, they come back and they're like, oh my gosh, my left calf is so sore. Um, like should the left calf be targeted or is it the surrounding muscles or is it a combination? 
and I realize we probably spend an, spend an hour on this, but yeah, but talk a little bit about how it's not necessarily the spot. Yeah, so I always say that where you feel like the victim cries out, but well, now I just lost my train of thought. What do I always say, ladies? <laughs> the criminal never does. <laughs> the victim cries out, but the criminal never does. So we tend to roll where we feel the pain the most, right? But oftentimes that's not where we need to be rolling. There's something else going on. Um, most of the time, if you don't have like a calf tear, it's okay to roll that calf muscle. You definitely need to address that. But you always want to look above and below the joint. So with the calf muscle, I'm going to assume that, you know, some women may have not have as much mobility in their ankle complex. So I'm going to really spend a lot of time on that calf, but they also may lack mobility in the hip complex. So then the quad's going to be pulling on that knee joint, which can then pull on the calf. So I always, uh, you're never going to go wrong if you roll the calf and you roll the quads okay. ever. And again, we, there's a, you could go spend an hour on this, but basic rule of thumb is roll the calf, roll the quad. And do you have to, do, ideally, are you doing it like calf quad on right side, calf quad on left quad side? On left or? side. Always do both. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But do, couldn't you go calf, calf, quad, quad, or does it not matter? Yeah, Am I being too grand? Quad, quad. You can, okay. you can go calf, quad, calf, quad. It is it, however you want to do it, just spend your time with it and make sure you're always addressing both sides. Right. Okay. Nice. And again, remember the thing is the victim always cries out. The criminal never does. So where you feel that pain, I promise you it's a reflection of something else in the body. I love that. That's yeah. You definitely said that a couple of times at the yeah. retreat and that's just so helpful because yeah, it's, and it's usually something like knee pain, right? Where you're like, right. well, I got to fix my knees, but in fact, you probably have to work on something surrounding your knees, right? Yes. It's all connected, which it is, is all connected. irritating. <laughs> irritating. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, in an ideal world where time and energy are both plentiful uh, and you don't have all the vacuuming waiting for you or work or all of the other things that, that seem to suck up your time, right. um, how would you like to see runners integrating foam rolling into their weekly routines? Oh man, the, the time. So this is like perfect world. Perfect, perfect world, world, right? Well, perfect world, we would foam roll every day right? We would spend 15 to 20 minutes on it every day in the perfect world. Uh, in the perfect mm -hmm. world, you would be rolling before you run, and then you would be rolling after you run. So you would be dedicating anywhere from 30 minutes to 45 minutes of foam rolling in the perfect world every day. Okay. Right. So now what's the <laughs> minimum? The minimum for me. Okay. I get this question a lot because we are in a world, we operate in a world where we just go, 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 go. And, and because we're in that mindset, we keep thinking we've got to push the body harder to get better results. And everybody wants to roll after they run. In my perfect world, I mean, like ideally, because I can't have my perfect world, you roll before, always roll before. You're going to get more out of it than if you roll after. And remind us, I know you said that at the beginning, but why, why is it, why is pre-run instead of post-run? What are the benefits? Okay, so... We need to prepare the body for movement, right? And stretching is not enough to do that. And in fact, if I've got to pick rolling or stretching, I'm always going to pick rolling beforehand. It decreases risk of injury. It increases range of motion. It hydrates the body and it really gets you out there and you can perform much better. Rolling after will help your body to recover. But as we've looked at studies, we found that we get a better 
return on rolling before, there's more benefits to rolling before than there is to rolling after. They both have benefits, but if we have to pick one or the other, I always want you to pick before. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. And I think that's kind of new news to a lot of people. So it is. Everybody uses it as a recovery tool. They don't look at it as a performance tool. Witnessing the giddy enthusiasm our 16-year-old daughter greets our two cats with each and every day she gets home from school warms my mother runner heart. If you have a pet, they're a part of your family. Fuzzy knows there's nothing that compares to being greeted at the door by a furry family member. And Fuzzy wants to keep our pets healthy and make them as happy as they make us. Fuzzy is a telehealth service for pet parents that offers 24-7 access to personalized pet care from veterinary professionals. From getting your pet's diet just right to meeting their middle-of-the-night needs to finally figuring out if their shedding is normal, nothing is too big or small for a quick fuzzy call. Through live chat and virtual vet consultations available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, Fuzzy can answer your pet questions, big and small, urgent and every day. Fuzzy can also recommend the exact right products for your pet, which are all handpicked by their established team of veterinary professionals and available at discounts exclusive to Fuzzy members. Our cats, brothers named Leo and Pablo, are bizarrely obsessed with chewing on plastic bags and we were worried it would shorten their lifespan. So we called Fuzzy and our minds were put at ease. Right now, Fuzzy is offering our listeners a free seven-day trial membership. Go to yourfuzzy.com slash AMR today to sign up. That's a free seven-day trial at yourfuzzy.com slash AMR. And for a limited time, Fuzzy is also offering a special discount of $20 off any of your pet's products needs, pet meds, supplements, food, and more with promo code AMR. Is hiring a challenge? Yes. Do us runners love a challenge? Also yes. Just like you need a training plan to prep for a race, you need a hiring partner that can help you surmount the hiring challenge. You need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. This means not having to spend precious hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills. Indeed's a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all in one place with efficiency and ease. You can find great talent faster through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, more than 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed matches their job description the moment, the moment they sponsor a job, according to U.S. Indeed data. This means you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description, then you can invite them to apply right away. How awesome is that? I love this feature. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com AMR. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash AMR. Indeed.com slash AMR. Terms and conditions apply. Pay per qualified applicant not available for all users. Need to hire? You need Indeed. My father was a man of many adages, including pretty is as pretty does. That phrase popped into my head just now as I was thinking about Thrive Cosmetics, because the brand, which makes luxury, high-performance cosmetics and skincare products, has a bold mission that's truly bigger than beauty. For every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive, such as women emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, and more. I appreciate a brand that helps me look good while it does good, and I know my dad would have saluted that mission too. Thrive Cosmetics products are made with clean, effective, skin-loving ingredients, and their entire line is certified as 100% vegan and cruelty-free with no parabens, sulfates, or phthalates. 
One Thrive Cosmetics product I love, Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara, the brand's award-winning, best-selling mascara. Putting on this mascara in crystal, a strong brown-black color, I immediately feel I look more alert and vibrant. And a new favorite is Sunproof 3-in-1 Invisible Priming Sunscreen with SPF 37. Its lightweight velvet matte formula is lovely solo or worn under foundation. Now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself with our exclusive offer. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com AMR. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash AMR for 15% off your first order. Thrivecosmetics.com slash AMR. Like I said in the intro, so um, I had this idea of like trying to do something for 30 days to see if it makes a difference because, you know, foam rolling for me is like the cobbler's children having no shoes. Like I know the benefit, but I know um, and I know how it makes me feel. And yet I still have a hard time, you know, getting down with the dust bunnies and the dog hair and getting it done. So um, I'm in the thick of training. Yeah, I know. I'm sure. I'm sure. But um I'm in the thick of training for Iron Horse, which is an endurance cycling event, and there's a lot of climbing. And so a lot of the training has been a lot of lower cadence, high resistance pedaling, and it's done a number on my knees. And I know it's not my knees that need to be released, but my knees hurt. So I needed to give some love and release to my quads and my calves at a minimum. So um, I'm gonna, Adrian and I are gonna talk for a minute about how we did, and then we want you to weigh in, Colleen. So Adrian, what is your history with foam rolling? Are you more compliant than I am? <laughs> <laughs> um I, no uh it sounds like I was more compliant and aped it in with something I was already doing and I'm now realizing that that was not maybe the best way to do it but usually before I go start winding down in the evening getting ready for bed um I do a series of stretches so I just then decided to do foam rolling um instead so I, it was already a routine that I had so I decided to kind of um just swap out one for the other. Um, and I'm still doing the foam rolling because I found it more helpful than the stretches. Um, and I, so my history with foam rolling is I've, I took the a seminar or two with Colleen at various retreats. And each time I go, Oh, that, this is great. This is great. Uh, I feel so much kind of lighter and, and like my legs are working a little bit more um, efficiently and then I never do it when I'm home. So um, <laughs> this made me really think about think about doing it. Um, yeah, best of intentions. Well, so yeah. So what so have yeah. you noticed over? I mean, again, like over more or less thirty days. Right. Um, so I didn't notice a huge change in my range of mobility, um, but I did discover some places that are always, always, always tight and sore. Um, so kind of, a, when doing the, the calf rolling, like right as you get up to my, the back of my knee, uh, on the right side and my, the fronts of both hips are always just, um, oh, tight, 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 little, little, little bands of tightness. Um, I think what the, the foam rolling did for me was it made me really much more aware of feeling the muscles kind of slide around, if that makes sense, when I'm running, like feeling them move on top of each other and where they feel like they're kind of getting a little bit stuck. I know that's weird, but but that was, it kind of increased my perception of, of what was happening. 
Um, yesterday, I kind of noticed that my right hamstrings seemed like they were just not wanting to slide over top of each other. Like the muscle groups in there felt like they were getting stuck somehow. Um, it didn't, of course I didn't stop running or do anything sensible <laughs> like that. So, um, but it also doesn't seem to have, have become something else. So, well, so, um, so Colleen, so, so she's feeling like, you know, she's always getting some tight and sore places that, you know, are perpetually tight and sore. And then also it sounds like she's getting a better awareness of her body. Are those things that you typically see as benefits of foam rolling? I do. So hmm, the tightness, the tightness, and that, so we, there's another element to after foam rolling that we have not addressed. And we, I'm sure at some point we will, but there's, you have to increase your mobility but then you also have to follow up with some good strength, uh, strength exercises to be able to hold the mobility. So Adrian, just because you were foam rolling, which is awesome, I probably would have followed with some glute bridges or some good corrective exercise work to be able to hold what you were feeling with foam rolling. So foam rolling is the initial part of it. And then the strength part would be the, the, the behind it. Part. The fact that you were noticing right. your muscles and how they were sliding, what they were doing for me is awesome because you're more in tune with your body. So I love hearing that. Um, you know, I think you were doing all the right things and foam rolling. I bet if I was to do a screen on you that I could show you that you had a little bit of an increase in mobility. So you may not have seen it, but I bet I would have been able to see it. Nice. Nice. Great. So whenever you want to come over, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's, that's good to hear. Um, so Dimity, how did it go for you? Um, well, similarly, I definitely felt a difference. I felt a huge difference in knee pain. I knew from my very basic knowledge of like anatomy and many times listening to you, Colleen and other things, um, you know, hitting my quads, um, like up the front, um, on the side, the 45 degrees, not going over the IT band, as you emphasize so many times, but getting like the 45 degrees kind of the outer quad, yep. um, and my inner quad, holy cow, that is just my inner thigh laying the, you know, laying that on top of the foam roller and then extending my leg. That was a uh, game changer. I did. I did. I mean, I really did bring a lot of that stuff. And I, and that, so they, so, so my knees always felt better. Um, and I felt, I definitely like, like Adrian said, I always felt a little lighter and looser afterward. You know, it's, it kind of reminded me of a Pilates class and that like, I leave and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've just grown, grown two inches. And then you go back to real life and, and you know, you're like, dang it, I, I'm not going to hold on to it. <laughs> you know, you have to keep going, you know, and that's the, mm -hmm. that's the, um, I mean, it's, it's life, right? You got to keep showing up and doing it. You know, it's not going to just stick, but that's, that's, that's kind of what it reminded me of. Right. Well, the analogy, like I always use, is like brushing your teeth, right? We have to brush our teeth every day. We got to brush up, we got to brush the soft tissue every day. You have to do it every day. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, so, so Adrian, how many days did you end up missing? Um, so I missed three and all of those days were kind of days that I made a choice to skip it. It wasn't that I forgot. And then suddenly I was like, oh my God, uh, it was more, I like literally just ran out of time. So, and I knew I was going to, so I made the decision first thing in the morning. I'm like, I just, I cannot today. I don't need the extra, the extra thing to do. Um, 
which is good because usually for me, it's I'm just falling asleep and suddenly realize, oh, wow, that thing I was doing. Yeah, I totally forgot to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how did you do, Dimity? I mean, I did okay. I, you know, I was looking for an A plus, you know, as, as is my um, nature, <laughs> my personality. And I got far, I, I think I missed like five days and I realized that I really missed the days. I missed rest days for some reason. Like when I wasn't in thinking that I had a workout that mm-hmm. day, like it just didn't come up on my radar. And then there were a couple days where it was mostly days that I was really busy, you know, and I'm like, oh, I'll just slide it in. Right. And I just forgot. Right. Or there were a couple of those moments where I'm like in bed, you know, book, you know, everything done, teeth floss, reading my book. I'm like, there is no way I'm getting out of bed (laughs) and going for 10 minutes right now. I'm just not. (laughs) I am too, too put. So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, so were there certain, like you kind of said how you slid it into your normal evening stretching time. Did you notice any pattern of, of what worked best for you? Was there a certain place or um, keeping your foam rolling or yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, it feels wrong if I am not beside a bed foam rolling. Like that is, you know, I do it up in the bedroom right before I I jump into bed. Um, and I've uh, brought my foam roller with me to. So we ran a race in Vegas, um, Las Vegas, and we brought a foam roller. And of course, I was beside a bed in a hotel room foam rolling. So apparently, that is the trigger for me me i need to see a, a bed and then i will foam roll um no i mean for me for any pa- any habit that i'm trying to adopt if i just attach it to something else i'm already doing it tends to to stick just yeah. a little bit better yeah um, um what was the key for you to get it done i mean for me, um, and, I, and I, you know, I will admit I had Colleen in my ear saying, do it before a workout. So I tried to do that, <laughs> right. you know, from Hilton Head, because that we that was at the end of February. So it wasn't, it was still banging around in there in my head that seems to lose things. Um, for me, staying in my exercise gear, if I didn't end up doing it prior to a bike ride or a strength training workout or whatever I was doing, um, I would really try to like do it right after because um, as soon as I change or shower it's it's almost like I change personalities you know and I just can't quite seem to and and evening like by the end of the day I've just lost momentum like I want my sweatpants or I want my pj pants and I don't want to I want to sit do not want to get on the floor so that's a big I did foam roll like more than once in my jeans though I will say that and I never you know thank god for stretchy jeans right for fabric that had a little give um but you know I I so I knew it was important enough because I always felt better after. It's it's like a workout, right? It's, you kind of sometimes dread doing it, but then you're done and you're like, okay, A, that wasn't so bad. And B, I'm so glad I took time to do that, right? Right, right. So, and I I often had, um, I mean, if I did it after a bike ride, like I would often like try to save like the last 10 minutes of a show I was watching. I'm a, I mentioned here earlier, I used to watch Love is Blind, the you know mm-hmm. the newest mm-hmm. season. So if it had like 10 or 15 minutes left, like that was perfect. I'm like, perfect. I'll go foam roll and then I'll be done. Right. Colleen, what have you seen with your athletes that can get a consistent foam rolling practice going? Or even with yourself, like what little tips and tricks do you use for yourself? Uh, there's a lot. So usually my athletes, when they come in and they meet with me, we go over a movement screen and I do a movement screen. I'm like, okay, everybody needs to do recovery. They tend to not do it. Just like you guys say, it's like, oh man, it's hard to get in that mindset of getting down on the floor and doing it or, and it doesn't feel great. And so they would rather skip it than do it. And then they come to me like my arm hurts, my knee hurts, this hurts. I'm like, well, did you do your recovery classes this week? Nope. 
So once they commit to doing it, they're like, you were they are, They start to panic. Maybe I need to go see an orthopedic surgeon. Maybe I need to go do this. I said, let's just start with foam rolling first. If you feel better, then we have our, our answer. If you don't, then we'll go to a physical, then we'll go to an orthopedic surgeon. Now that's for non high risk injuries, right? Just the basic aches and pains. And nine times out of 10, they're like, oh my goodness, Colleen, how did you know to foam roll? Like, I feel so much better. And then they get committed to it. For me, what works for me is I, um, I have a clot in my, in my closet where nobody can bother me, the dogs, the husbands, the kids. I try to foam roll, foam roll every day. So it's one of the first things that I do in the morning. It's one of the last things I do at night, but it's kind of my meditation. I don't, it's in an area where there's not dog hair. It's clean. It's my space. And I, it starts my day and it ends my day. So that's how I'm successful with it. Everybody's different. It's just my time. It's my time to think about my day starting and it's my time to focus on what happened, you know, to reflect on the day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's actually what I found when I was laying beside the bed, foam rolling, um, was that it was just a good mental wrap up of the day. Um, yes. you know, it was 10 minutes of, well, it was a mental wrap up. And then it was like moments of, oh, wow, that really hurts. Um, <laughs> which, so I know that one of the barriers, um, can be the intensity of the rolling, um, either with people like really going in too hard or using a foam roller that's too dense. I remember um, in the last class I took with you, somebody grabbed like the black foam roller, which is apparently the super hard, dense one. Um, and you were very kind and said, hey, yeah, maybe not that one. Right. Well, um, someone had actually brought that one to class. They brought it because mm, they thought mm. it was going to be better. So there's, there's, we have all different colors. But if it has a red core on the inside, then that's our grid, our grid X, which is, it's much more dense. It's, it hurts. And I think a lot of people think you got to go after that pain, like get and seek it out. And it's going to hurt anyway on the foam roller. So you don't need that dense. You don't need a PVC pipe. You don't need a lacrosse ball. <laughs> you know, I, what I love about the trigger point products and what sold me on them is that they're really good. The, the, the ones without the red core are perfect for foam rolling. Right. And they texture and density does make a difference. It's if, if it's too soft, you're not going to get as much. And if it's too hard, you're not going to get as much. So you want to have kind of that sweet spot. If you're shaking and you can't bear one of the trigger point products and you want to go to a traditional foam roller and that's better for you, that is fine. You don't want to have shaking and sweating all the time. So you want to find the foam roller that fits your body and your level of comfort. If you can't relax into it, there will be times where you can't. But if you can't on a regular basis, then it may be too, you may be dehydrated or the foam roller may be too dense. Nice. So that does matter. And I know you asked me a second question, Adrian. What was the second question? Uh, I think you got it. Yeah, I think you got it too. But yeah. so I, we, I mean, we around here love trigger point products for sure. But if somebody, I mean, I see them, I see foam rollers at Target. I mean, and they have them a lot at like the... Oh God, like the Marshalls and the TJ Maxx's and that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, I mean, if, if somebody is just going to pick it up for the first time and doesn't want to, you know, maybe invest a ton of money and like, is there like a, a touch test or something like that where you can yeah, kind I mean, of. <laughs> so if you like, if you can find access to a trigger point and you don't want to purchase that, just like kind of press it, compress it and see how it feels and then find and seek out something like that. There's a lot of things that are made with a harder plastic. You don't want that hard plastic. You want it to be soft and foam. Remember, it's called foam rolling. It's not plastic rolling. So a lot <laughs> of these 
foam rollers have gone to more of a plastic, a hard plastic. And in my opinion, I don't love those as much. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I mean, I do think, you know, that there is, especially with the ways that we talked about a little bit, you doing the mobility and doing the kind of shimmy shimmy thing that that mm-hmm. you've taught us, like, you can get in right. there on a pretty, you know, m- pretty medium density foam roller, you know, you don't need to have a, like a thumbnail yeah. in there, right? Well, more, the harder it is, it creates, it creates more stress on the body. And then the body is going to kind of try to protect you. So it may lay down more scar tissue and it may have an adverse reaction. So you don't like more is not always better. Less is more in this case. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, so, um, so Colleen, if you had to say, um, keep going ladies or stop, which is, this is kind of a rhetorical (laughs) question, but what would you say? I feel like I knew the answer, but (laughs) I mean, you're going to know the answer. Remember though, how you let in is I'm passionate about myofascial release. So I'm always going to say, keep going. Uh, it is one of the best things you can do for your body. Even if you're not a runner, even if someday you retire from running foam rolling is, and I hope you don't, I hope you stay running for forever, but it's something you can take with you forever. My dad, um, he has cancer and he is not as active as he used to be. And he still foam rolls. I have my dad foam rolling all the time and he's, he lives on a feeding tube and you know, his activity levels have shifted a little bit, but he still foam rolls and it's good for you. So for me, it's, you're going to keep going, please keep going, please keep moving, please keep running. <laughs> Don't stop any of those things. Cause they make such a huge difference mm-hmm. um, nice. for longevity. All right. Well, so no pressure, Adrian, but are you going to keep doing it? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, when I was first thinking about this, I was like, yeah, I kind of wanted more bang for my buck, but then I noticed that I was still doing it. So um, apparently, yeah, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep going. What about you, Dim? Um, you know, that's funny because I, 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 I did it yesterday, which was um, May 3rd. And I was like, wait, I don't have to do this. And I'm like, well, maybe I'm making up one of the five days I lost. That's kind of how I was like justifying it in my brain. But I was like, no, I actually really enjoy this. Um, and so, yes, I am going to keep doing it. I mean, I do think that doing it most days of the week, I mean, I can see myself doing it four to five days a week and especially hitting the parts that I know make a difference, but then also trying to get like when I did my glutes, it was like, okay, but I didn't, didn't feel as necessary as some of my other parts, but like, and then the, the upper body that Colleen talked about, I hit it a little bit, but not much. So, you know, trying to, trying to make a little bit more of a right. effort to get the whole, the whole 360 in, you know, hips, Dimity, don't forget your hips with your cycling. Yeah. You really want to get into those hip flexors. Okay. Well, and so tell us, I mean, am I just on a foam roller? I'm just laying on top of it. on my hip flexor. Yeah, I don't remember if you remember, but it, it, it's kind of you angle the foam roller. Oh man, that would be hard, hard one. Hard to, to see. Okay, but it's not. It's below your hip bone. Okay, and it's to the outside. Oh, I remember. I remember that now. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. You you put you put our hands in our jean pocket or something, right? Yep. Like, yep exactly. Yes. yes. Well, and that's a perfect segue, Colleen, because you actually have made two um, less. 10 minute vi- long videos for the train like a mother club. We're going to link to them um, in the show notes here. So, and we'll also do it, um, you know, put it in the newsletter and that kind of thing. So if you want to, to give Colleen's a go, one is with a foam roller and one is with um, a trigger point ball. What are they called? What's the MB5. The MB5. But you could also, if you don't have one of those, you could try it with a tennis ball, right? Colleen. Correct. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Colleen. Any any other besides keep going? Is there any other parting wisdom you want to <laughs> share with us? No, I mean, gosh, just don't stop. And, you know, treat yourself well. It's your it's a massage. It's good for your body. It may not always be fun, but it is necessary. And so, you know, 
don't skip the not so fun stuff. Um, you know, well, we got to do our homework in order to get a good grade on our test. I like that. Well, and again, uh, May 3rd happened to be my birthday. I just turned 50. Like I will yes. say it is so I, I hate that I'm saying this, but it's so much important. So much more important as you get older, right? Yes. Yeah. Dang it. It really but, is. But the truth. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, thank you. Thanks, Colleen, for sharing your, your wisdom. And, um, you know, next time we have you at a retreat, you're going to have to show us a basket catch or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make you and Sarah toss me into the air and aim you with my spotter in the back. That, yes. There you go. Yes. Just bring, just bring your old old Virginia Tech uniform. We'll be good to go. Oh, got it. <laughs> um, and Adrian and I are going to be back um, with another 30-day challenge this summer. So stay tuned. We'll, we're, we're dreaming up some other good things to try that will also be beneficial for you guys to try as well. Thank you both Thanks, very Amy. much. Oh, thank you. Thank you.